Hey everyone, welcome to the Acrobatic Arts Podcast. I'm Loren, and I will be interviewing some of the top leaders and innovators from the dance and acrobatic industry. If you are a teacher, performer, student, or a lifelong learner like myself, you are sure to find these episodes intriguing and full of inspiration. Acrobatic Arts is passionate about providing current and relevant information for everyone. So please, sit back and enjoy as we share our passion with you and the world. Today we have a very inspiring episode with Caroline Twells. Caroline shares how her studio is set up to motivate dancers and she talks about the transformative power of acro exams. Caroline Twells, hello and welcome to the Acrobatic Arts Podcast. Hello and thank you for having me today. Caroline, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. And because this is your first time on the podcast, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, your dance background, and how you eventually started your dance studio? Yes, of course. Um, so, yeah, my name's Caroline. I am based in Derbyshire, which is in the Midlands in the United Kingdom. And I have had my dance studio for 34 years this year. And I started dance when I was five years old, and my background was mainly in ballroom, Latin American, and what used to be called disco. Um, so I'm showing my age now. And that sort of fed me through all my early years until I was about um, 18, 19, and my teacher suggested that I was ready to do teacher training and things. And she suggested that I set up a class on my own. Um, she didn't have an opportunity to give me within the school to, to do any teaching experience. So she suggested I um, set up on my own. So that's what I did all those years ago. Very young, very nervous 20-year-old turning up to a very small little village hall on my first day. Um, not really, really wanting to do it. Quite scared. And, uh, you know, I turned up that day and I had eight children lining up outside for me, which was really, really cool. And it sort of just grew from there. And I started with one class, then a few more classes, and then more venues, more training, ultimately trained with lots of different teachers, went to the Royal Academy of Dance. And now my school is one of the biggest in central Derby, uh, teaching a few hundred a week in all kinds of disciplines. You know, it's so inspiring when you hear that you started with eight students and now uh, you're one of the biggest studios. Can you tell us a little bit more about the types of dance and theater that you offer at your studio? Yeah, so um, we are we offer multi-genres here. Um, we offer, obviously, the traditional core genuine genres of ballet, tap, point work, modern, jazz, contemporary, acro, obviously, commercial, musical theater is a big a big thing in the school. And we also offer one-to-one piano lessons, one-to-one singing lessons. And I also have a cheerleading program within the school as well. Uh, well, a separate thing, but it's called Derby Diamonds. So we do all-star cheerleading. And I also have a youth theatre called Derby Youth Musical Theatre, which is celebrating its 10th year. And that's a program for 13 to 25-year-olds where we stage a full musical in, in our biggest theatre in Derby every year. 
That's so cool. As the founder of a full service studio, could you please outline the various exams that your studio offers? Yes. So we offer Royal Academy of Dance, so RAD ballet exams. We offer ISTD, which is Imperial Society of Teachers of Dancing, TAP and Modern exams, what we're actually called Modern Theatre exams. We offer Rambert and NATD contemporary exams. And Rambert is quite a new uh, thing because that was only introduced in about 2018 and it's a brand new concept for Rambert. They're very famous for their contemporary dance company. But alongside of that, they've introduced what's called Rambert Grades. And I was one of the first teachers to be invited onto that program and, and learnt that um, at their headquarters in um, Twickenham. And then uh, we also offer the musical theatre one-to-one singing exams and piano exams with LCM, which is the London College of Music. And of course, Acrobatic Arts uh, is our acro provider. Because you're involved with so many exams and you are an examiner yourself, I would love to hear your perspective on why you think exams are important in the overall development of your dancers. Well, I think they're really important because they give the child something to work towards. Um, they have a you know program of study, uh, recommended hours of learning to achieve that level or grade. And I feel like it helps them progress to the next level because they've gone through the proper learning process, the proper technique is taught, and then they're, you know, rewarded for doing the examinations. And then they can see themselves that they've reached a level. We can see as teachers that they've reached a level. We get, obviously, the feedback um, and the results to, to, to prove that. And they are rewarded, obviously, with certificates and medals and things like that. And I think it's just a really good incentive and something to work towards. I think it's really, really important that you have some kind of goal to work towards. So, you know, with our dance exams and with our singing exams, we, we have that to work towards. And obviously with our competitive cheer squad, we, we, we're we working towards competitions, national competitions, which are all over the country. And, you, you know, you're competing against other teams. And again, that's a good way of measuring where you are or, or indeed what work still needs to be done. I know as a teacher myself, I can't, stress enough how important I think exams are. I think it pushes us as teachers to stay on track with what we're teaching the students. And also it pushes the students to maybe improve when maybe they didn't have the motivation. I know that we were talking before and you told me sort of how you motivate your dancers to do the exams for six months, I think out of the year is what you work on. And then what's the bonus for them? Well, the bonus, of course, is to perform in our annual show in the biggest theatre in our city. So uh, that's the bonus. Everybody loves to get on stage. Everybody loves to perform. And ultimately, you know, that's what you're training. You're not only training the technical dancer and to be measured by exam success. You're also training the person to be a, a good performer and have the opportunity to be on the stage. And, you know, as much as anything else, that's the perfect time to showcase your improvement for parents and for family and for friends and an audience, you know, because obviously parents don't, they're not in here week, week on week out, they're not seeing that progress. So it's amazing for us to be able to uh, 
say to the children, okay, right, we're going to be doing these exams and you get, you know, you're going to work hard towards these exams. And then the reward is going to be that you get to do a show. You know, you all get to do a show, come together as a big dance family and get on stage and just show your parents and your friends and family how much you've, you've learned, how much you've grown. It's so important to work on the technical as well as the artistic, especially when we're training mm -hmm. these young dancers, hopefully to have a professional career one day. Yeah, absolutely. So let's switch the topic a little bit more specific to acro exams. And I know that acrobatic arts exams are known for their comprehensive assessment of the dancer's abilities. How do you think these exams nurture and identify the individual strengths of your students? Well, I think the ACRA exams are a really important part of the training for those um, students who decide to do it because it, it's really um, a good transferable skill into other genres. So you see, you know, the dancer who is doing ACRA and the dancer who's doing ballet is just more aware of their bodies, they're stronger, there's a lot of detail that can be applied that, you know, you, you, you might have to constantly remind them. But I think when they take acro as alongside genres like that, 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 that just kind of falls into place. It does for us anyway. And uh, I think it's, you think it's a, a lovely sort of package that works together when, when you're, you know, when you're teaching acro and you've got to have these, these five different sort of components to be an all round acro dancer it's interesting to, you can assess quite quickly because, you know, there's nobody who's got everything. So there's always work to be done. There's always improvement to be had. And you might have the most flexible dancer in the world with, you know, that legs go behind their, their ears. But if they're not strong and they can't hold it, then you, you know that that's the area to work on or, or vice versa. So that's what I really like about ACRO and, and, and the training program with acrobatic arts is these nice safe progressions that can be, you know, seamlessly put into other genres. Um, and, you know, as well, we've found, because cheerleading and the way we train in cheerleading, the acro uh, has, has, you know, fed its way into that as well. So you get a lot of girls coming to do cheer who um, probably come from a gymnastics background or the, or the only cheerleaders. And when you start saying to them, okay, right, well, we need you to do a right-hand cartwheel. And they'll say, well, I can only do left. And you say, well, well you're going to do, you're going to do right as well, you know, and you, you start implementing stuff like that, which is making your whole, makes your whole team more versatile, you know? So that's another um, example of, of where I'm putting acro alongside of just, you know, not just in the acro class. So it's so beneficial for me here. I couldn't agree more. I think everybody needs the strength and flexibility, no matter what sport or genre of dance you're participating in. So it's it's great all around. Mm, it is, it really is. Now, I'm just curious, do you have any examples of how participating in acro dance exams has given your dancers a sense of accomplishment and motivation? They're all super excited to work towards their, you know, their levels usually. If they get a bit, you know, lost along the way or they get a bit bored, I'm always introducing, you know, we'll, we'll play games and we'll make it fun. And most of the time they don't realise the game has also got another element to it that sometimes they don't see or understand. 
you know, they're either lifting another person or they're standing on that one leg for a long time or they're, they're running around in teams, you know, so they're building cardio or they're building strength or they're building partnering. Um, and so those things I always introduce are fun. And then as well, I always, you know, if we have time and we get through the work, I'll say, you know, well, we can do some skills from the other levels. And, you know, that's another way to keep them motivated because then they get to try different things that, that are not necessarily in their level and they have a good they have a good go at that and we'll do some drills and things and then again it goes back to the show we we always put the acro routines in the show and there's normally about three or four and starting from the you know the entry level primary right up to the advanced levels and it's a great opportunity for the audience the families and the girls who do acro to see what they're going to be doing in the future so I'm I'm a very big believer of um, you know with my older students, I put a lot of responsibility on them to say little eyes are on you all the time is what I say. Every single thing you do is going to matter because there's a little one watching you, wanting to be you one day. And so that's really really good motivation. It's good motivation for the little ones, and it's great role model leadership. You know, uh, nurturing for the older girls who. You take a lot of pride in in uh you know showing that they have got to that level you know, we've just had a set of exams uh last week and so you know the younger ones are going wow did she just do level eight wow that's so good i'll never get to level eight you know and i said yes you will yes you can you know so yeah it's just brilliant it's brilliant for that and i think i remember you telling me about one of your level eight students can you recall what they were inspired to do after taking their exam? Yeah, so so she said to me um, that she now wants to go back and take primary in level one because she wants to uh, have done all the exams because she obviously didn't start at those low levels. But she knows that she can do the, is it the graduate teacher program or something? Yes. The, yeah, the acrobatic arts offers if you do all the exams all the way through. So she's very keen now to go back and do her primary, her level one, um, and things like that, so that she can have her full book at the end of completing everything. Obviously, you are a supportive and encouraging teacher and studio owner. Beyond the technical aspects, how do you think that acro dance contributes to the overall development of essential life skills for your dancers? Oh, my goodness. I mean, that could be a conversation we could talk about for hours, is couldn't it? I mean, not just acro, all kinds of um, situations like this, but particularly, you know, the discipline that the children are having, um, you know, by coming here every week to do classes. You see, that's something I really, really, when I sit and think about it, and I think to myself, you know, the, these these teachers that have them in secondary school or, what, or high school or whatever it's called and they've, they've got them in, this, in there and they're in a subject and they don't want to do it and they're trying to force them through the second you know the senior years to get exams and results for the school I feel very blessed that these kids come to me every single week and some of them hours and hours and hours and some of them most days of the week and they're coming because they want to come and the discipline and person perseverance and constitution that these kids end up having whether they become dancers or not 
those life skills that they will have taken forward are just countless, countless. I've had many, many go on to be, you know, working professionally or uh, going on to full-time training in college, but I've had just as many who have gone on to do completely different things, you know, doctors. I've got one girl leaving me this time, you know, and she's going to study architecture. And she said to me the other day, I'll never forget the things you've taught me. And some of those things that she means probably are like the things you were saying. She's a self-confident young woman. You know, she's been coming since she was four. And she's, she's learned to overcome things. She's learned that um, she can uh, she can do anything if she puts her mind to it. There's no such word as can't. <laughs> <laughs> only, only can or I will do is, is the kind of method we have a little bit here, but it's always through encouragement. And, um, you know, the, and, and there's so many times when I've, I've, I've seen them as adults or been in touch with them as adults and they'll, they'll say, oh, yes, I remember when you told me this and I've, you know, I've used that today, <laughs> like in, in, in a job interview, for instance. I mean, how how much do you have to sort of sell yourself in that situation? Um, and you've got to have confidence um, to be able to to be able to do that. So I just think that life skills from acro, from any kind of training like this, is just a fantastic thing for for any child or young person to take forward into their adult life. Caroline, your perspective is also valuable to us because you are also an examiner for acrobatic arts. And I might add that acrobatic arts often gets many high praises from the studio owners and teachers that you work with. Why do you think that is? You know, that's a really, really lovely thing to say, and I appreciate that. Um, I just feel like I really try to make the teacher at ease when I go to the exams. I try to make the children at ease. I try to have a bit of fun with them. I encourage them. I make them as relaxed as possible. I always check at the end of the day. The first thing I ask the teacher when I have the teacher's meeting is, 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 everybody, is everybody okay? Have they had a nice day? And every single time, you know, I've not had one person say to me, no, they're in tears, they're crying or whatever. They've always said, oh, yes, they're so happy. They've all come out smiling and they've all really, really enjoyed themselves. So, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't wish for anything better than that. I just think that the, I suppose it's difficult to say the old way of doing exams because, you know, in my day, because I think there are still a lot of examination boards that still are extremely formal like that. And I'm not saying that acrobatic arts isn't formal because we do want to see the highest standard of acro and really good training and all of that. But you can do anything in life, I believe, with a smile and just a bit of lightheartedness. And I believe if you can do that with children and, and you're going to get the best out of them there's no point making them frightened there's no point making them scared because you know it, it's, it's not going to work out well I always say to my girls you need to treat every single exam you need to flip it over and don't think oh I'm scared I'm in front of an examiner think of that person as an audience member pretend you're on stage and that person is just there to see you showcase the best of everything you've learned and yeah, things go wrong on the day and you might not hit a skill or, I mean, you might be hitting that skill every time in class. It might get to exam day and you completely mess it up. 
Or, you know, vice versa, you might be really pleased with yourself because you do a skill that you've never done before. But all of that, it's just very, very rewarding. And, um, you know, in terms of when I'm examining, I just get a lot of um, fulfillment from seeing these kids achieve uh, their, their acro exams at all levels. It's just a it's just a fantastic thing for them. Well, we are so lucky to have you on staff as one of our examiners. So thank you so much for bringing your passion and your goodwill to the dancers and the teachers. Welcome. As an examiner, how do you think that helps your own teaching and exam prep for your mm -hmm. students? And maybe you could give other teachers some, you know, tricks of the trade. Well, I suppose I do. I am sort of a little bit blessed because I, I do know it from the inside a little bit more than, than the average teacher. But the, the same thing applies just, just, you know, just because I'm an examiner, I've not got 100% perfect answers. Everybody comes from, you know, every, everybody's coming from a different place and everybody's got the same struggles. And I'm not waving a magic wand. My kids are not all amazing. Um, I mean, I'm striving for that. Obviously, we're all striving to have our kids be the best they can be. But, you, you know, you're not. I mean, that's the reality. But, you know, I will say to them, you know, whatever happens, you know, you, you've really got to go for it and try your absolute best. Go for that skill, even if you're not 100% with it, because that's better than just standing there and saying you can't do it. It's much better to have a go, try. You're going to get some marks for that rather than no marks at all. So, you know, I do know that. And I will sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of blackmail a little <laughs> bit, you know, which is always good. You know, uh, they, if, if the people who know me know I never give anybody more than five out of ten um, for anything ever. And uh, they say, why is it always five out of ten, Miss Caroline? Why is it never higher? And I say, because it doesn't deserve higher. <laughs> and the minute it does I'll give it higher and so they you know they that drives them because they want a six or they want a seven I mean you know we never get to ten even though secretly in my head I'm going that was great that was great and that could be a ten <laughs> so I you know I, I do a little bit of um a little bit of that with them to get some results sometimes <laughs> Yeah, because you know, you know, everyone can try a little harder, get a little better, jump a little higher. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And one last question. If there's any teachers or studios out there who are considering putting their dancers in exams and maybe even online exams, and but they're maybe wavering a little bit, what would be your biggest piece of advice? I mean, I would say that... It, the studio and the teacher and the students will all reap the, the rewards from having that goal, having something to work towards, receiving that certificate, knowing you've reached a benchmark, knowing you've reached a level, knowing you've consolidated all of that work and those that training to reach that level. And then you, you can safely, you're safe in the knowledge that you can then move forwards and progress to the next level. The exams are fantastic, as I've said, they're a, they're a much nicer, more friendly um, sort of experience, I believe. And um, I think that's you know how you get the best out of the children on the day. And I, I couldn't recommend them enough really, because you know we've been doing them for years and I've never ever looked back. I've always just, you know, inspired to keep moving forwards and, and my my students are they they really enjoy taking them 
it's a completely different experience, you know, because there's no music or anything. And we're focusing and honing in on that, that, that technique and those skills and that understanding of placement. Um, so there's kind of no distractions and they, they can really they can really sh shine and show show their best. So yeah, I would absolutely say if you're on the fence, give it give it a shot and see and see how much you'll enjoy it. Fantastic advice. Thank you. Caroline, you've told us about your passion for dance, acro, and the theater arts. And I happen to know firsthand you yourself are an amazing singer. Would you <laughs> would you honor us with a little sample of your singing? Oh, just for you then, Lorraine, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you. Woke up in Brooklyn with a frown upon my face. Just left Wisconsin where there's cheese enough to start this rat race. But thanks to the brothers, right? We don't know where we sleep tonight. Yeah, I'm a bird in the sky. And tomorrow when I rise, I'll wake up in Paris with a new love in my heart. Or maybe Germany with a brand new pet I met in Stuttgart. Sky's the limits, time to play. I'll put down roots some other day. No need to be a lonely child. The jet set is the only way to go. Thank you so much. Bravo. That was absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Caroline, I just, again, want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk with me today. It's no problem. I've really enjoyed it. It was really nice. And thank you for asking me. If you are a dancer, teacher, or studio owner who is interested in learning more about acro exams, check out the Acrobatic Arts website or send an email to admin at acrobaticarts.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great day.